0: This is Liz Booker with a literary aviatrix waypoint along our journey through stories featuring women in aviation. This one is from season two, episode 17, in my interview with Miriam Huser about her memoir, They Called Me Skyhunter. Miriam is a Swiss-Canadian pilot who has flown international missions in rugged locations around the Middle East and Africa, and most recently, fighting forest fires in the Canadian bush. In this excerpt, she talks about living in Chad and flying humanitarian service missions with AirServe. Of all the places that you flew, what was your favorite and why? And what was the most challenging and why?
1: It's really hard to choose because (laughs) I loved everything. But if I would have a chance to go back and redo one more time something, it would be Chad doing humanitarian work, because that was actually my first dream from the very beginning. Working for AirServe was my first dream when I, even before I started flying, uh, when I was doing research, I've heard about them, like flying to help other people. It's just everything I wanted to do. So those two years in Chad flying humanitarian work was just incredible. Um, I got to say, not one day was the same, even though we were doing the same route. There was so much happening. Um, yeah, I would Even though it was not easy because conditions were really tough, I mean, it was getting really hot. We were in the desert, semi desert as well. Uh, we were living in a crew house all together. Sometimes there was no water at all. Um, when it was before the rainy season, for the two last months of the dry season, the well was empty. So we would have to drive the truck on the other side of town with barrel to find some water. So we had to each uh, a bucket of water, and that's all you get for the day. You can do whatever you want with it, but that's it. <laughs> um, health-wise, yeah, food was not always you know clean. Uh, there was a we were three pilots for a good reason because there was most of the time one that was down <laughs> with something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, um, I believe
1: that there was an so we were doing the work for humanitarian work, um, going to the refugee camps, but there was also the war, like internal war, uh, rebel group who wanted to take over the, um, the government, and then there was still the Janjaweed coming from the Sudanese side into Chad. I mean there were so different, so many different conflicts. Um, The villages were fighting amongst each other for cattle, water, you know, and land. So there was a lot going on out there, but it all made it so interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, you mentioned AirServe. I first read about AirServe in a Women in Aviation or an Aviation for Women magazine article in 2005, probably. It was on the cover, I remember. And I read this article and I mean, I was already doing, I'd been doing humanitarian flying. That's a lot of what the Coast Guard does. I'd flown a lot around Haiti and Cuba and that kind of stuff, nice. um, in addition to doing like search and rescue and, and those kinds of things. So I was already in that world. And it was reading that, I, I read that article at the time when I had the inception for my novel idea. And it, 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 it Airserve inspired uh, an aspect of the fiction that I'm writing right now, um, in which one of my characters basically has her own nonprofit um, humanitarian flying service. So, so I just thought that was really cool too that you actually got to fly with them because I've always kind of followed them with fondness and even considered like spending some time with them for research for the book. But I've read so much about their work and many other. you know, organizations like them. So, yeah. yeah.
1: It's been a few years that they don't have anything set up anymore uh, under AirServe International, Uh, though the company still exists. But they have AirServe Limited, which is a branch of them, who is still in Uganda, in Entebbe, and they do maintenance, and they still have Cessna Caravan. They do fly uh, in and out uh, out for uh, humanitarian work. So they still kind of exist under a different branch. but, yeah, it was, it was so fulfilling to be able to help other people while living my own dream.
0: So if somebody wanted to get into that, what, how, what would you recommend?
1: You know, the way I did, I just sent my CV, sent my resume, contact them. I contacted so many companies all over Africa, different organizations. Until one day, you know, you get the call and you manage to get in. It's like...